It's bookshelf.com. You ready? Hold on. Are you ready? <laughs> yes. Excellent. Say something else? Okay. Okay, excellent. Here we go. We're ready to go. Ready. You're now rocking with TDF Everything. Movies versus matrimony. You said nothing. No, you can say whatever you want. I don't remember what I was gonna say. Oh, but it's your podcast too. So I don't remember what I was gonna say. Well, the good news is, everybody, this is movies versus matrimony. That's good. I forgot what we were called. It. <laughs> I'm Daniel. I'm Pauline. Yeah, just resetting. We're well-known hosts. You know why we're resetting? No. Because we have a new home. Oh. On dorkself.com. Oh. We joined, and we're happy to be oh, here. I'm like, you didn't go over a script with me that I'm supposed to say as well. No, we never script anything. I know, but you should have planned that a little bit better. You should have been like, we're going to do a tete-a-tete about Dork Shelf. No, just, we're there now. Okay. And we're very excited to be there. Yeah, we uh, are. It's very exciting. So to any I new guess. listeners, usually what happens on this podcast is Pauline has picked 10 movies that I don't like. I've picked 10 movies she doesn't like. And we, uh, each episode, we roll, we roll the dice. Whichever movie gets picked, that whoever's movie it is has to defend it to the death. That's why it's called Movies versus Matrimony. But because we've been divorced several times, <laughs> just twice. That's not several. But um, today, what the episode is is uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about the Oscars. Because this is a household that loves placing <laughs> bets on the Oscars. Learned Oscars. <laughs> we are a learned critique house, uh, and uh, I guess we'll see who's uh, cinematic who's taste. Who is what we'll see? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but you know what's going to be extra fun is we're actually going to pull up our letterbox. You can follow us on letterbox. You I don't know like, what my name is on Letterboxd. I don't know either. I feel like yours is Pulina because that's oh, yeah, yeah, usually yeah. what your name is. But you won't want to follow me. I give everything a two, so <laughs> no, <laughs> I'll spare you. Uh, but yeah, we're going to tell you what we rated all the Oscar films, just in case you were wondering. You're like, I hear them talking about what they think will win, but what did they really think? Yeah. I honestly, I think my name's Daniel Grant on letterbox but i don't know how that's the case uh, <laughs> because it's attached to my twitter which is the young guard anyway if you want to follow along on letterbox like you'll be following along on the movies that we do in future episodes go for it we're uh we're gonna be going in so for this episode we're gonna cheat like we always do and say what we think will win but then also say what we want to win that way we'll never be losers always winning Always. Like Drake. Yeah, that's he's he's known for saying that. When did you fix that? I when you asked me to do it. Oh. Okay. First time for everything. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
<laughs> Matrimony. <laughs> so the first category we're going to get into. Supporting. Or they call it in a popular board game category. <laughs> <laughs> supporting actress. The okay. best one. Dig right in. Boy, I wish I got to that thing quicker. So the nominees are Allison Janney for I, Tanya, Laurie Metcalf for Lady Bird, Leslie Manville for Phantom Thread, Mary J. Blige for Mudbound, and Octavia Spencer for The Shape of Water. I'm so glad no one has a hard-to-pronounce name in that category. Uh, right away, I'm going to say this. I also mm-hmm. thought... I don't know who I would take out. I think this is oh, probably... Oh, I can tell you a couple people I'd take out. <laughs> but this is a category where I was like, yeah, pretty much everyone I thought. I But I, I don't know if she would be considered the uh, supporting, but I, I thought that the woman who played the wife in Phantom Thread should have been nominated as well. Yeah. She did a good job. But she did a I great may, job. She's not... Better she's, than the sister. Yeah, I like the sister, if I'm being yeah, honest. Yeah, I like but the sister, like, too. Uh, yeah, so never mind. I don't have anything to change. Who do you? Who did you want to take out? Well, I think I would have taken out um, Mary J. Blige because that I didn't think was she was in the movie for about three and a half she minutes. She was sad. No, she's in a lot. She just doesn't mm, say much. No. She's just sad, and it's not like the best role. No. But... I think what they're acknowledging is she's a singer and she put in like a lifelong trained actor uh, performance. Like it, it didn't feel like she was just going through the motions. Mm, that's fair. So <laughs> who do you think will win? Um, who do I think will win, not who I want to win? Yeah, not who you want to win. We'll always do who you want to win second. Um... Can you recap? Yep. Allison Janney for I, Tanya, Laurie Metcalf for Lady Bird. They both played the moms. Uh, yes. Leslie Manville for Phantom Thread, sister. Mary J. Blige for Mudbound. And Octavia Spencer for Shape of Water. They both paid maids, pretty much. Yeah. Um, I think Laurie Metcalf is going to win. Yep. I think she made she did a really good performance. And uh, everyone's really pumped about the Roseanne reboot, so they're probably really amped <laughs> to just give her give away some Oscars to her. I wonder if she's been nominated before. That's something I definitely could have mm, looked up. I don't up, think so. But I don't think so. Oh, we should have you? had your computer going so we could do research. And well, I so. have also another Google tool. Yeah, but you don't have the IMDb app, which is better than your Google tool because the IMDb app just tells you right away if they've been nominated. Not important. Oh, okay. Who do I think will win? Uh, I think. You're right, actually, about this uh, lady, like uh, Laurie Metcalf and being on the way for Roseanne. Because I would have said, I assume Allison Janney's going to win. I That's who I want to win. Sorry to Are give that away. Are we going to be the same? Are we going to, like, I just don't think Laurie Metcalf has ever won and I don't think they care about, or even ever been nominated and I don't think they care about her that much. No, but it I don't is think a good anyone performance. cares about her because she's a TV actor. Yeah. But well, she's, she's more She's more of a stage actor, but we know her from Roseanne, obviously. But I, but you're right, though. Like I feel like people think Lady Bird is the more prestigious film mm-hmm. of the two. Uh, but I think Allison Janney deserves to win if she wins. She's my choice. She so I I will say. You you say you think Laurie Metcalf will win. You want Allison Janney to win. Yes. 
Yeah. I'd be fine with either, though. I think Allison Janney will win, and I want her to win. Okay. Uh, That's fair. Laurie Metcalf is really good. We should say that. Uh, but, like, you know, I was more I was more into the showiness of the Allison Janney role. I'm, I'm a sucker for that. The yeah. It was, like, funny she stuff. Was, she was amazing. And she appeared afterwards still in character. Mm-hmm. So this is where you you got to have your letterbox to open because now we have to say what we oh. think of those five movies. We'll start with I, Tanya. Oh, but are they going to be in other categories too? We'll just skip over them in other categories? Yeah, we're not going to bring it up every time. This oh, okay. is just the first time these ones are being mentioned. Okay. So, sorry, no, let's start with I, Tanya because that's the first thing I wrote down. Okay. Is that I said that already. Never mind. Uh, I gave Itanya four and a half stars. Okay, I gave Itanya five stars. Mm, so you can see we're big fans of that movie. It was amazing. Uh, Explain how you thought this is the first movie I ever paid attention to. Oh yeah, we were we were watching. <laughs> we had this great day for me. I don't know about for Pauline. It was good. Where we went to see Lady Bird and three bull. No, Itanya and three billboards all in the same day, and we just camped out at the theater, and. The first movie we saw of the two was I, Tanya. And I usually, Pauline kind of looks interested. Uh, but this time... But like she baseline to, interested. But this time I looked over at Pauline and I was like, well, she's either going to be like, what the hell? Or she liked it. And it turns out she loved it. Because she just looked different. Like there was a different look on her face. It was um, called Passion. Yeah. Film. <laughs> Uh, Lady Bird uh, is next in terms of what we gave that rating. I gave Lady Bird four stars. I gave Lady Bird... Here, let's see if you can guess what I gave Lady Bird. I could look it up because I'm... No. I guess. Won't. Five. Yes. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I mean, it would be weird if you didn't. Like, that story was written about mothers and daughters. Yeah, it is really good. You have a mother. <laughs> I, I do, and I am a daughter. Yeah, I'm not a daughter. Um, yeah, it was an amazing movie. It really reminded me of my high school days and with my friends and certain friends in particular, i.e. Becky Huth. Mm. And yeah, I thought it was amazing. So now we're going to talk about what we rated Phantom Thread. Okay. You go. <laughs> yeah, I gave it four stars. Wow. <laughs> four stars? That's Would you give it like three? Ah, oh gosh. Bye, Odie. That's a far jump for her. Yeah, she's done it before. Yeah, she's done it many times. Um, Sorry, everyone. Um, No, I didn't give it three. Two and a half. No. Three and a half. Yes. Okay. But you know what? I really liked it, actually. Yeah, it's a really good movie. But I still don't want to change my rating. No, don't. It's too late for changing ratings. By this point, it is what it is. So, yeah, I think... uh, five minutes into the movie maybe not even you turned to be like this is better than i thought it would be but you said it like this huge (laughs) insult like this is better than i thought it would be i i was really expecting not to like it uh yeah i i liked leslie manville in phantom thread but she it's kind of more for that one scene where she was basically like don't pick a fight with me or i'll knock you on the floor 
and I'll be standing. And I was like, yeah, with her words, not like oh, actually Oh, I was like, what? I and don't She put Daniel Day-Lewis in his place, and I was like, good for you. And the way she like kind of respected Alma, the wife, but also was like, get her out of here if you need to. Get her out of here. Uh, Mudbound. That was a while ago. I don't even remember where that shows up on my... Gosh. I can tell you where it shows. Oh, no, I actually like Mudbound. <laughs> the problem is I keep getting it mixed up with Marshall. Yeah, it's not Marshall. <laughs> I know. I really hated Marshall. Marshall got a big, big whopping half star, I think. Marshall's not that good. But it, it, that doesn't matter. Who Screw screw Marshall. No one cares. Um, Mudbound. I'm going to have to look up Mudbound. Oh, my I don't gosh. Know. Mudbound, yeah. Where is this here? It's before Sandy Wexler, the movie I definitely saw. And you did not. <laughs> I know what you gave it. Oh, I see. Yeah. What did you give it? <laughs> Nothing, apparently. Oh. Haha. I remember when you were like, Pauline, you better update your letterbox <laughs> before this event. Yep. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I just gave it my rating. And it was? four stars oh i also gave it four stars yeah which seems weird that i gave this four stars and phantom thread three and a half do you like one way more than the other no but i like them equally okay well then maybe phantom thread is four maybe mudbound is three and a half i think they're both three and a half yeah that sounds more like it for you (laughs) uh (laughs) i think this was yeah this is what i would say i'm sticking with four yeah it's too late. You can't change it. It's already been recorded. But yeah, I think this is the weird one where I'm happy Mary J. Blige got nominated, but it seems like the dad could have been nominated in this movie. Um, yeah. Well, I There's don't remember his name. There's a lot of other people that could be nominated in the movie. The son? Why, why is he so not... Or is the son nominated? He is not. And he should... Ron Zell, definitely. I'm... They, like, people should know this about me. I am all for Jason Mitchell being nominated so i thought he should have been nominated uh in straight out of compton he was amazing as easy yeah um yes, so sorry was. yeah rob morgan is, is the dad he plays hap jackson uh i thought he could have been nominated i mean who cares about carrie mulligan she's been nominated before but she also did a good job but it was more about mm-hmm. the the jackson family that i yeah, thought that I was just, there was two strong performances in the jackson family uh, the dad, Hap, and the son, Ronzel. I thought those were good, but yep. this isn't the category to talk about that. Uh, Forget and, those guys. For now. And last, uh, oh. Shape of Water. Gosh. <laughs> I I will tell you, the, ex- I the viewing experience. I saw this. It. This movie got a higher mark from me because I saw it by myself at first in theaters, which I think is the best way to see it. And then... We saw it together with Pauline just continuously bashing it. This was not a quiet thing. I hated this movie. Uh, I will give my rating first if I can ever find it. It's looking like I can't find it. Oh, there it is. Three and a half. Wow, that is not as high as I thought I gave it. Yeah, there's a reason why it will never be a high rating for anyone. Except for some people who apparently think it should win for Best Picture. Again, yeah. we won't talk about that yet. But it is the worst movie I saw this year. <laughs> okay. It was horrible. The only reason it got two stars for me is because they celebrate diversity. And it looks good. It looks fine. I, it's hard for me to say 
Yeah. <laughs> we I saw it legally. It. <laughs> 100%. I saw it in a smaller screen than you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Still legally, just yeah. smaller screen. And that sometimes makes for a, a less exciting experience. 100% this movie is for the big screen. Yeah. I think that that is the takeaway. Uh, I I think I'm well documented as saying that Octavia Spencer, I am happy. If they're going to nominate her every time she does something, I am happy for her. I want that. To, I would love it if there were more people like Meryl Streep out there where they kind of just, oh, she was in a movie? Let's nominate her. We'll get to that when I get to leading actor as well. But like... But she didn't I don't. Do I don't. Yeah. I'm. I wish. I wish she had <laughs> she more roles. Non, what's a non-starter? Well, yeah. I mean, talking about her role in this is a non-starter. That's for saying. <laughs> I just. I like. Yeah. I. She doesn't need to be a maid in everything. I. I. It's such a weird thing. Yeah. It's fine if that's the only work she can get. I understand that as well. She needs to work. Um, but she's an Oscar winner, and it's a little upsetting that we even heard that Jessica Chastain had to like force people to give her the same pay as her. Yep. Um, Which is crazy. She was yeah. amazing in Molly's Game. Yeah. It, it, we'll get to that, too, when we get to leading actress. Is but, she nominated? No. That's why we're going to oh, get to it. I was going to say. Uh, yeah, I think, I think, yeah, it's, it is sad that um, Octavia Spencer seemingly doesn't have as many... Like I even like I did I liked her in Hidden Figures. She still has a somewhat haven't sim- seen it. Yeah, she has a similar role, but she gets better and she becomes self-actualized, and I appreciated that. Yeah, I, I do. I, this sidekick made thing is uh, if that's all the work she can get, that's fine. But I would hope people listen to this and start thinking of her in different roles. Do you think that's how she sees herself? No. No, I don't think so. I think like she wants you, yeah, something else, but no one's really p- putting that option out for her. She, I know that's why I brought up the money thing. Like the fact that she still has to fight to be paid, yeah, the same no, as other true. actresses. But I sometimes people are like, you know what? Like this is what I'm comfortable with, and I know that this is what I can do, and yeah. I get paid to do it, and I'm I'm good. But I think after you win an Oscar, it's hard to just think like that. True. Yeah. But I you, mean, I don't yeah. know her, so. I this is me hoping. I I am giving her the benefit of the doubt and thinking. I'm sure you're. This is something right. she would like to get different roles. I'm not, maybe she does look at these roles and say they're good roles. She likes them, but maybe if she could diversify the roles. Yeah. That's probably what um, most people in Hollywood would want. Okay, so we're locking it in. We've said I've said I want Allison Janney to win, and I think she will win. You said you think Laurie Metcalf will win, and you want Allison Janney to win. That's right, but I'm fine with either. Okay, that is locked in. Pew. At you're gonna make that a time. locking noise. I am, but I, there's wow. too many things open. Can you take notes of? Nope, never mind. We'll just talk about that off screen. And now I'm gonna <laughs> vamp for time. By saying, I love you, Pauline, and I'm really happy you're in my life. Oh. Is this going to be on air? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's going to be on air. But it was like a filler thing that you were just saying outside of it. No, I it's, do love it's you staying. Too. It's staying in. <laughs> okay, so now we are in the... Retake, retake. <laughs> we're in the supporting actor category, the best ones. And I think you've heard you me... You think this is the best category? No. no oh. The best... Like, what? I was making a joke. I was just saying it backwards. 
its best supporting actor, and I just said we're in the supporting actor best one category. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so if you've listened to my old podcast, Let's Discuss Films, which Pauline has been on, and I even proposed to Pauline on. Yes. Wouldn't it be great if I, I knew what yes. episode that was? <laughs> 16, I think. 60? Mm. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> I, it doesn't matter. Just look it up. Just uh, tdfeverything.com slash LDF podcast. It's the episode we did train wreck on. Yeah. Um, but there's always an episode or there's always a category where we're, we've got a blind spot. And this is our this is our one blind spot. So this year is the best yep. one. Uh, every other year, the either the guest or myself has not seen something, but this is the only one we haven't seen, and it's all the money in the world because I don't think it's a real movie, and I refuse to watch it. Just kidding. I just we, It's not <laughs> we just readily available. Yeah, we just haven't got... We didn't get to it. So we won't speak on Christopher Plummer, and we won't have well, a letterbox. We letter probably box. make a, <laughs> an assumption on Christopher Plummer. I don't know. Everyone's saying they like him in this. Yeah, I don't even and know. And I'm pretty sure about. he won the Golden Globe. I don't know what the movie's about. Oh, the kidnapping like bribery and mm, blackmail people love those kinds of movies yeah it's a true story people love that oh, too yeah uh, he replaced kevin spacey Ugh. yeah uh so we're not going to really talk about that's as much as we're going to talk about christopher Plummer. uh richard jenkins in shape of water can tell you right now not my vote <laughs> sam rockwell but part of the diversity you were talking about yes uh sam rockwell and three billboards outside ebbing missouri Yep. Willem Dafoe in The Florida Project. Mm, yep. Woody Harrelson in Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Mm, so good. All right. So here here we go. Um, we already said Shape of Water. And this is where things are going to get controversial because I'm going to say what I gave Three Billboards. You're going to say what you gave Three Billboards. Are we supposed to say, give our opinions Oh, yeah, yeah. You're first? right. Oh, man. This is why we're married. You keep me honest. <laughs> uh one's hard if i had to say i would say i assume sam rockwell is gonna win really who i do don't think, assume that at who all. do you think is gonna win i think they're probably gonna pick uh the guy from shape of water i think shape of water is gonna sweep a whole bunch of things and i'm gonna be really annoyed but i think it's gonna be the guy from shape of water and i want it to be sam rockwell that's a smart or one. woody no you gotta pick one yeah no Sam Rockwell, but okay. I also would be if, fine if it was if Woody. If Woody Harrelson won, you'd would be, be fine taking yes. that L. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm That's gonna, not an L to me. <laughs> I'm going to look up Richard Jenkins to see. I know he's been nominated. I doubt he's won. I feel like... Uh, it was a big year for Dickie. <laughs> old Dickie Jenkins. <laughs> old DJ. Yeah. Dick so Jenkins he's won. Alive. No, he's only won an Emmy. Of the things I care about. He's been nominated for one Golden Globe, which is Shape of Water. And he's been nominated for The Visitor, which I watched with Paul Bullock. Uh, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. No last names. And (laughs) The Shape of Water. Water. Those are just two Oscar nominations. So he's been here before. Yeah. Now let's see if Sam Rockwell has been here before. Unless he had a performance like he did in Three Billboards, probably not. I just think people don't like that character that goes into our so rating silly. and everything and willem people... defoe though is pretty good too he's fine yeah sure okay yeah it looks like all of his uh nominations are for three billboards so this is the first time for sam rockwell yeah 
I'm going to do what I did for a supporting actress and say I assume it's Sam Rockwell and I want it to be Sam Rockwell. Mm, okay. I wish that, as we talked about, either Rob Morgan, is that his name? Oh, boy, I'm bad at this. Ooh. The dad, Hap Jackson from Mudbound. Oh, yeah, yeah. I wish he was in it. I wish Ronzel was in it. Yeah. One of, either one of them. Yep, I agree. Uh, and I and- probably would have taken out... Uh, because I've seen it, I would have taken out Willem Dafoe if I had um, to. Take I, like in terms of who would I switch out? I would out. take out Chris Plummer because I haven't seen the movie. Yeah, I, that's the thing. <laughs> I, I didn't want to like get into it because I haven't seen. Yeah, and maybe so, if I saw it, I'd have been like, "Yeah, he deserved that." No, uh, he's from Toronto though, so that's good. Oh, yeah. And he used to see my mom at, out and about. Oh. Well, maybe he will win. <laughs> yeah, my mom <laughs> voted. Mom. <laughs> my mom voted, and she she was like, "Give it to him." <laughs> uh, nah, he's weird because he doesn't like Sound of Music, and that movie's great. I've never seen it. Yeah, he's Von Trapp. Um, I don't know. You might be right about Richard Jenkins in The Shape of Water sweeping everything. I think I might be. I just don't. I just if it does, like I'm boycotting the Oscars. I'm gonna <laughs> put that out there. Now. Yeah, I think uh, I'm. I'm gonna stick with Sam Rockwell because I think people like him enough that he they was will amazing get beyond. in that movie. So Although, this is, but he was. I feel like he wasn't just supporting actor. Uh, I don't know who would be the lead male in that movie unless they're just Sam saying Rockwell. there is no lead. No, well, the, well, this is like when Viola Davis. Uh, was nominated for Best Supporting in Fences, even though she clearly was the lead. And it was because she was like, I know I'll win there. So maybe that's the same for a Sam Rockwell. Yeah. Maybe this was a strategic thing. Because, yeah, who would be the lead, the male lead for that movie if not Sam Rockwell? Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think maybe he just was like, yeah, the, the, my, I have a better chance doing it this way. Hmm. Um, and really, the movie was focused on Fran. So we are going to... We only have two movies that we have to say what we gave our letterbox score. I gave three billboards five. Hmm? We're starting with three billboards, obviously. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I gave it five. And if I could have, I would have given it 20. Um, I I gave Florida Project four. I gave the Florida Project four and a half. Oh, well, you liked it more than I did. Mm -hmm. It was really good. Um... So here's the thing. We we should no. We'll hash it out during best film. We'll hash out okay. what everyone thinks about three billboards. Okay. But what I will say is it is attached. I'm assuming to Sam Rockwell's character, the the controversy of that movie and why I think it's uh, a controversy where people don't aren't thinking about it as much as they should. Yeah, you need to think about that movie. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think it's as surface level as everyone it's thinks. Where I will say the blind spot is is the racial tension stuff, but I don't think. But this is a director and writer that. I think that's. I understand that the frustration of that that racial stuff doesn't get resolved. It just gets thrown out. Movies about. Yeah, that's. I think we'll get into it, but I don't know that that's the writer or director. We're going to get into it because we're going to talk about it now. No, no, then you need to move on. Oh wow! (laughs) So are we locking this in? Yes. So you say Richard Jenkins. Um, is going to win, but you want Sam Rockwell, and you wouldn't yes. mind taking the L on Woody Harrelson. Yeah, <laughs> should we like? Yeah, I feel like we talked about it enough. Woody Harrelson was great. I my oh, Woody only, Harrelson was yeah. amazing. Um, I don't think he needs an Oscar for no, it. No, he doesn't. 
not in it enough. Spoiler. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we're locking this in. I say Sam Rockwell will win, and he should win, or I yeah. want him to and win. And I say uh, old man Jenkins will win, and that Shape of Water is going to sweep a bunch of categories, and I'm boycotting the Oscars, <laughs> and Sam Rockwell should win. Okay. Locked. Locked in. Here we go. We're moving to the screenplays. Still not really sure what that means, but happy to discuss. That's, that's big of you. So we are going to do, not in the order that IMDb does it, we're going to do it in my order. Best adapted screenplay first. Okay. So for the listeners and maybe some people who are hosting, adapted <laughs> screenplay. is it, from a real life story and they made it into a movie. Yeah. It could be, or in the case of Logan, it was a comic book or a previous text that they have. So it's like a previous story that they're yes. remaking. Yes. Okay. Uh, Hence the adapted everyone. Exactly. They're adapting it <laughs> differently. Uh, so I had a fun time writing this down because the guy who played Uncle Phil is named James Avery. And mm-hmm. I, in my head, yes. thought it was Ivory. But James Ivory is nominated for Call Me By Your Name. Elio. Is that the kid's name? It doesn't matter. I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, Scott Frank, James Mangold. James I- Oh, right. It's the best adapted screenplay. Yes, yeah. the writer. Yes. Uh, Scott Frank, James Mangold, and Michael Green for Logan. You've oh. got to help her. And... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm X-23. Oh, my God. That <laughs> kid was so annoying. Um, She's the only character that didn't die, too. Like, come on. <laughs> Uh, Aaron Sorkin for Molly's Game. Mm-hmm. D. Reese and Virgil Williams for Mudbound. Mm-hmm. Scott Neustater. Yikes. Probably Neustater. Mi- yep, Neustater. <laughs> and Michael H. Weber for The Disaster Artist. Oh, God. Okay, don't act like your, your letterbox score isn't high. It's not high. It's high. For you, Miss Everything's a Two or a One. No, I just said so many things were fours and fives. Okay. Uh, <laughs> if I like it, I love it. If I don't, I hate it. So I guess when we talk about this, we are just basically talking about whether or not we like the movie. Uh, so call me by your name. Nope. <laughs> well, we got. So let's let's try and talk about this in terms of. I guess we don't know, other than I know, I know intimately the Logan thing that they were trying to adapt. Yes. So I can speak to how that was done. But other than that, we don't really, and like Molly's Game is kind of an adaptation, but it's not that they adapted the book that she was writing in the movie. That It's actually just based on the conversations he had. Yeah. Um, Mudbound is an adaptation, and I think it was well done. Uh, based on what I've heard, I didn't read the book, so don't mm, yeah. don't at me. And <laughs> the Disaster Artist is a book about the making of the movie, so I'm assuming they did a good job with that. Like it, that was a movie about Gross. making that movie. Call me by your name. I don't know. So like, I'm not going to talk about what I thought of it as a movie. What I will is say it nominated is, for Best Picture. Yeah, of course. Okay. Um, what I will say is, I think. As a story, it's boring as hell. Yeah, I don't know. How, that, they could I don't know about writing that to be I, a little bit more entertaining. Yeah, I don't. I don't know about the writing of it. Like, I get that there's 
visuals that people like oh, and maybe yeah, perform. Oh, yeah, a couple great visuals in there. Involving uh, some fresh produce. Awesome. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think you can talk about that in a positive light. You can talk about, um, well, a performance I thought was really good, Michael Stuhlbarg. Maybe I would have put him in Best Supporting Actor Who's as well. That? The dad. The dad? Yeah. yeah. The he speech at the end was great. Yeah, he was really good. And um, Army Hammer is super cute, but... I like um, Army Hammer, so I don't have anything bad to say about him. He's like a young, blonde John Hamm. Really takes command. Yeah, well, him and, I'm and all, John Hammer, basically. I'm all, I'm all in. They should be Batman and Robin, or Batman and Nightwing. You think his name's Army Hammer for, uh, like... I know his... mistake, Army Ham. Oh! It's because Arm. he is part of the Arm and Hammer family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or that's what they want you to think. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that people could see the video version of this podcast right now. <laughs> uh, I don't. So here's what I'll say. I think Mudbound will win. I think people will feel like, uh, that's a good one to win. I like black people and then i think it's not how hollywood thinks <laughs> at all you know what i'm taking it back i know <laughs> i'm taking it back um so here's my thing i don't think call me by your name is going to win best film so this is going to be an this will be an op this will be an option for them to uh, to give it a little heads up and i think call me by your name will win this category but who do you want to win I'm trying to figure out between Mudbound and Molly's Game. I'm such an Aaron Sorkin fan that I would like Molly's Game to win. But I'm going to say Mudbound. I, I want Mudbound to win, and I think Call Me By Your Name will win. I think Call Me By Your Name is going to win, and I want Molly's Game to win. Molly's Game is really good, it's but I feel good. like it should have been It's underrepresented. There's other things it should have been nominated for in addition to the script. Yeah. Uh, for Logan... They've got imagery from Old Man Logan, which is the comic book. But in that comic book, like, there's actual other mutants, like Hulk is in it. Um, Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye is in it. I'm pretty sure Deadpool's in it. Who knows? That doesn't really matter. And none of that is in this movie. So I'm happy. You know what? It's a, it is a milestone. It's the first comic book movie to be nominated for this type of Oscar. Mm, so Obviously, Dark Knight got the win for best supporting actor so that's the first person to win for playing a comic book character well, that was good but in terms of recognizing it recognizing it for the writing this is a big deal so i'm happy for the people who wrote logan uh you can listen to spoiled rotten episode 60 and other episodes another episode i don't know which one <laughs> where uh <laughs> we talk about logan in depth i it's I can't say it's not a well done movie. I just it wasn't for me. I thought it was it's stinky. Yeah, it's not my favorite. <laughs> I it's no one's favorite. Let's put it this way. So that that's the adapted. Let's talk about what we gave these letter in well, terms of letterbox scores. Okay. Man, where is Call Me by Your Name? Because that's the first one. Okay. Call Me by Your Name. If you find it first, go for it. Man, I'm just going to look it up. Oh, found it. I know what you gave it. You can say both of ours then. You gave it three and a half stars. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. And I gave it two stars. Excellent. Yeah. 
Excellent. So, pretty yucky movie. <laughs> sure. I will get I, into it what It was I'm just doing. so boring. It was so boring. I just couldn't even imagine watching it. I was watching like watching my life. No one wants to see that. It's boring. I think that comes down to my inability to give it more. Yeah. It's annoying as hell. What did I give Logan? My assumption is I gave Logan four stars. Oh, God. Probably something annoying like that. Um... I think... I mean, obviously watching it with you (laughs) isn't the best way to watch it. Yeah, I gave it four stars. I think there was a lot of stuff that I liked. Can you say what I gave? Because I can't find it. Yeah, I will tell you that... Did you you give it one star? Yeah, I hated it. Yeah. It was really bad. It's not for you. Really bad. So what I liked about it was the... um, All the, like, mortality stuff that they get into and... Uh, his plan to always to kill himself off, even though you didn't think that's where it was going. The so, only thing I liked was that scene where Professor X makes the world all wonky. Oh yeah. That was the only good in scene Vegas, for me. and then yeah. Wolverine has to stab everyone in the head and yes. stuff. Yeah, it was really good. There's great visuals in it, and I understand why people like it. It is for it's definitely for a certain audience. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I'm not a part of that audience, and I am not either, and never will be. But I do more apparently more so than call you call me by your name. I guess it's the comic book aspect that's call always going to put it over there. Was so boring. <laughs> yeah, but you liked it more than Logan. You gave it yeah. two stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because there's whereas cool, I liked Logan more than call cool me by your name. Things like in call me by your name, like the food looked delicious. And they the were dad in was Italy. great. The dad was good. I liked their outfits because it was like eighty style. But the actual like movie. Was not good. I agree. Uh, uh, Molly's game. Wow, that was a big hair in my mouth. Ew. I gave it four How stars. Did you put that on recording. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Um, Molly's game. Probably gave it like eighty stars. Um, Do you want me to say what you gave it? Nope. I'm gonna find it myself. Um. Yeah, yeah, just say it because I can't find it. <laughs> I just scrolled away from it. All right, here we go. We're gonna say we're gonna see what you give it five stars. That's no, no. Surprise. And what did you give it? Four. Mm, okay. No surprise there. You know what? I, it's so hard to remember what these posters are supposed to look like. What did I give Disaster Artist? Oh, I surprisingly rated that higher than I thought I would. What did you get? Oh, here I found it. <laughs> I gave it four stars, just like Logan. And I gave it three. Oh, I'm assuming you gave it three and a half. Three and a half. Three. You gave it three. I, I feel like I, I I clicked that wrong. You gave it three. Yeah. What did you want to give it? Two and a half. No, you gave it three. Uh, so too late for you. Uh, <laughs> an official change. As I said. I guess I liked it more when I saw it in theaters. It's it's a bit inside baseball, I feel. Like you real like it's pretty self-congratulatory about like look at how well we did in recreating scenes from the movie. And, and he's like, such an absolute dick. Yeah, I, I mean, cannot He didn't get nominated stand. for anything, so Well, of course not. He is awful. I yeah, cannot. Yeah, the writers got man. nominated, so it's not he directed it, and I'm sure he produced it, but he didn't that none of that it, any award this gets won't go to him. Good. Um, 
I don't think it'll win anything, but yeah, we already talked about what we thought was going to win, right? Yeah. Yes, we did. So we let's... locked it, I think. No, we or didn't. No, we, didn't. We, we should lock that in. I I say I think Call Me By Your Name will win. You also think it'll win, and I want Mudbound to win. Right, and I would like Molly's Game to win. So that is locked in, my friends. Hopefully you didn't get locked out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Uh, next, best original. I don't feel like you talked enough about Disaster Artist. Because it's not in any other category. Okay, well, I just... You, unlocked. Unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> I I said what I think. I, I don't think that it's a very it's accessible horrible. movie. Like, I like... I was fascinated by watching The Room. So watching all these, like, comedians and cameos in this movie was interesting to me. Maybe that's why I got a four. But, it, like, if you really think about it, there's not much to the movie. And it's not... Like, it's... When I say it's not accessible, like... There's no like deep issues really. Like, yeah, follow your dreams. No. But you can and see that James in anything. Frank was so rude. He was rude yeah. to the real guy. Like, you wouldn't have this movie if it wasn't for him. Yeah. So, and he didn't let him speak exactly. multiple times, like, which is nice. rude. The whole thing was this guy wanted to be famous and like he tried for him really hard to get there and spent a lot of money and you know, he's getting recognition even if it isn't an off like off the beaten path way and it's not fair for james franco to do what he always does and (laughs) throw people under the bus and make them feel like a fool i cannot stand him he should be out of hollywood out out of hollywood it's looking like he might be good he's rude and do i think that there's any way that that me too stuff uh, involving him could be false no i think it's entirely true and i think we're going to see several more stories about all the crappy things he did agreed uh, you don't have to convince me. I've never, but I like tru- Dave. I've never I like truly Dave been a James Franco fan. So Dave is cool. I like, but Dave. he likes his brother a little too much. So well, I mean, couple points off. Yeah, but it's like if his my big brother, brother was James Franco, I wouldn't like him. <laughs> Fair enough. I think we all are attached to people that may not be the best. No, 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 no. Okay, not me. Fair enough. <laughs> Can we lock? Yeah, that locked, in? relocked. Well, now I'm going to have to vamp for time again while I get it right. I don't know what that means. It means yeah, I'm trying to write it down, but I don't want to say I'm writing it down. But now I've said I'm writing it down. And we're locked in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, best original screenplay. Okay. So this is, there's never been a story like this before. And well, it's more just, credit. yeah. I mean, there are, it's probably a story like this before, but... Never been a story like this before. All right, here we go. Jordan Peele for Get Out. Yes. Greta Gerwig for Lady Bird. Yes. Kumail Nanjiani and Emily V. Gordon, the husband and wife team, kind of like us, for The Big Sick. Yes. Guillermo del Toro and Vanessa Taylor for Shape of Water. And Martin McDonough for Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Yes. I think this is a good. This category enough. I think this is a good category. I'm. At the moment, at a loss for being like, this should have been in there. I think they got what they needed to Other get. Other than Molly's game. Oh, no, we already yeah, did it, that. Yeah. It was nominated for I was just it. thinking Best Picture. I don't, I want to say right away, I don't think Shape of Water needs to get recognition oh, for writing. It's, no. a, it's a visual movie that works well on the screen and is made greater than the sum of its parts because of some of the performances. And I will say that... Uh, the main character is mute, so... Yeah, but writing's not just dialogue. 
Fine. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> and I liked her performance. I guess writing isn't just dialogue, but... Yeah, I liked her performance. It's fine. But, but it's not about her performance. Yeah. It's about the writing. But this is, So maybe I'm talking myself into why it should be. If you've got a mute character, you've got to be able to write it well enough so that you can convey what needs to happen with fine. her. Fine. Maybe I am talking myself. I'm not saying I want it to win or that it will win. I'm just saying maybe it does deserve to no, be here. she deserves to win something for acting then, not writing. All right. Well, All he said was, she doesn't, ch- she doesn't speak. And then this chick just had to go with it. I'm going to say... Uh, <laughs> probably not how it happened at all. No. But that's fine. <laughs> as much as I loved Big Sick, one of my favorite movies of the year, it's not getting anything. Oh, this no. is definitely it's nice like a, that it was there. It's definitely like a, we are just happy that we have been nominated. Yeah, that's totally cool. It, it went way further than I think they ever thought it would. Um, to me, this is... And I am a Martin McDonough writing fan. I'm, I might not be a per- fan of his in his personal life. I don't know what he's like personally. I like his writing. I like In Bruges, obviously, because last year's love in Bruges. last year we did In Bruges on Movies versus Matrimony. Yes. So you can look for that episode, but you won't know which one it is. So just listen to them all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I liked them. Psycho Seven Psychopaths was okay. I, I need to revisit it, but someone stole my Blu-ray of it, so who knows uh, if I'll ever see it again. Maybe it's on Netflix, but maybe not. <laughs> I think there's ways you could probably see it again. But I loved uh, the writing in Three Billboards because I don't. I'm not looking for him to create a true-to-life world. I feel like his movies are heightened. There but is... I also thought that this wasn't necessarily outside of a real-life thing. Well, there's like stuff where she's like, I know people could do this, but like moments like when she's talking to the deer are kind of like more is happening. Like she's going through something and it's like that moment where she's talking to the deer feels to me like a moment, like in a musical where the the emotion has gotten to such a height that they've broken into song. Yes, she doesn't break into song there, but that was more of like a cathartic moment for her when she yeah, talks to the deer. Yeah, but I think that deer. could happen in real life. People see, I get people that. see um, all I'm the saying time. like his... <laughs> I'm saying the writing, his writing style is that where I don't, like, I'm not looking for it to feel like, yeah, this is gritty and true and these are the real consequences of her actions because that's how it would happen in real life. I think it's, there's a lot of metaphor going on and a lot of just heightened scenes for the enjoyment of yes. the movie, not yeah. for curing racism or anything like that. Or avenging a murder. No, because if you've seen the movie, you know nothing gets avenged. It's uh, just you're you're spending time with these characters. And you don't ever want it to end. <laughs> uh, so that's me on three billboards. But what I will say is I would imagine Lady Bird will win for writing. I think so, too. Greta Gerwig seems like someone that people love and want to give a shot. And no. they'll be damned if they give her best director. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying, um, three billboards. You're will saying win will win and should win. Okay. I'm saying. And what about Get Out? I'm saying I want it to win. Oh, yeah. But I don't think it will. I don't think so. But it's also good that it was nominated. Yes. I want it to win. Jordan Peele getting nominated for writing and directing. That's a big deal. Yep. Um, but I want it to win and. 
uh, I think Lady Bird will win. So let's go through our letterboxing. I wouldn't be upset about Lady Bird winning. I, I would be a little bit actually. I lied. <laughs> it's not, like it's. It's not my job. It's first. fine. I like I. No, that I is that a is a lot. true to life movie. Like that was written to be like. There is no heightened thing. In I that love Sersha. Yeah. And I love Jackie. I think it is well written. Don't get me wrong. Like I think, as I said, everything here. Yeah, <laughs> and Jackie's great. <laughs> uh, everything that's in this category, and I even convinced myself of Shape of Water, deserves to be there. Uh, so we can just start at that point of everything is well written in this category. Yeah. I just think once we acknowledge that, I I like going to the movies, and that's the key word there, or key phrase, going to the movies to be taken to a new world or see something cool, which, I mean, that is something, well, that's why I wanted Shape of Water to be, uh, like, this new world, something cool. It didn't quite all come together for me, but that's whatever. Get Out obviously worked for me. Um, Lady Bird was a little too much, like, yeah, I, I mean, I could have seen this on a Sunday, like, on Netflix or something. It's, it's a well-told story, but... Which- which movie? Lady Bird. Oh. It just I I feel like it will win because it will resonate with so many people. Yeah. But um it it wasn't that extra level that I would look for. So while I say it probably will win, I want Get Out to win because of what it incorporated and what it was and what it was like um for me to watch that okay. and for you to watch that with me and my family. Mhm. <laughs> <laughs> uh so can we do the letterbox? Yeah. Or did you want to talk about Big Sick? No. I loved Big Sick, but yeah, great. I movie. think you said it like it's not going to get anything. Uh, well, I gave Get Out five stars. I gave it five stars as well. You better. <laughs> just kidding. With but you I for changed a it from four and a half to five. That's fine. You d- wait just now. Yep. Cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. <laughs> Uh, and The Big Sick, which luckily is right under Get Out. I also gave five stars. I gave four stars. There was just something that I really liked it as a romantic comedy, and it felt refreshing, obviously, because it had that different point of view. Um, yeah, it was really good. And I feel like people have talked about how Judd Apatow tried to erase the women of color in that movie, but I thought that one of the big moments was... But what? How can he erase the women of color in that movie? He is with who he's with. Yeah. I mean, there's. I'm always gonna be at odds with that section of Twitter. I think, I, as much as I like following them and seeing some of the stuff they say, sometimes I just can't go with them on their journey. I, I <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, some of them are. Some of them are. Let's just say Shea Butter Twitter, Black Twitter. Um, is that my Twitter? I love Shea Butter. Okay, yeah. You're part of Shea Butter Twitter? <laughs> I'm just saying I love Shea Butter. Do yeah. I or do I not love you, Shea Butter? You put it on every night. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, one of the best scenes was when the woman that he was supposed to be dating was like, stop doing this to women. Like, you can't just do that. Like, yeah. like uh, date us just to please your parents. Like, that's hurtful. And yeah. like, don't don't try and make excuses for it. Own your shit. Like, that was a big scene. And they're throughout, I mean, that scene happens, but that's a culmination of a bunch of things where, and I think that speaks to the writing where like, you're like, ha ha ha, like he has to pretend for his parents. And then like, you see the very real repercussions of doing that to someone. Yeah. Those That's not just a punchline. That is... 
Like those women aren't punchlines in his story. Like those women have their own lives and aspirations and they would prefer not being toyed with. And I thought that was a great way of putting that in the movie, but uh, who knows? Uh, (laughs) Apparently I'm wrong. No, I agree with you. What do you mean? Why do you say I just defer, like whenever there's the numbers go against me, I just have to say maybe I'm wrong. No, your opinion is your opinion and it's always right. <laughs> it's true. I do think that. Uh, well, it's your opinion. How can it be wrong? Those are the only letterbox scores we have to talk about. Get out. Oh, we did. Yeah. But you didn't five. really go into it. Yeah, it's my favorite movie of 2017. I love that movie. It's uh, your favorite movie yeah, of 2017. Like, no, obviously, someone didn't read my blog post. Uh, <laughs> I did. I'm just recapping on this. Three billboards a second, but Get Out is first. There's no way. There's just. Everything makes sense in that movie. Everything builds out to everything else. What do you mean? There's no wasted time. Like, there isn't, like, a scene where you're like, oh, like, they could have cut that. Everything melt. It comes together like a perfect puzzle, and it's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree. No, I really, I love Get Out. And it was one of those movies where I would think about it after the fact. and be like, oh, like, that's what they meant. Like, like it was just great. And I'll also say, uh, Allison Williams was really good in it. Who's that? Rose, like the main character? girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah, Daniel she's Kalee. funny. Yeah, like I thought she did a good job of embodying what needed to happen, but this has nothing to do with the writing. Daniel just... Kaluuya always looks too sad. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's not. Like, we're going to get into best actor. Oh, yeah, so that's next. There? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, that's good. So are we locking this in? We're locking it in. Hold on. Before we... <laughs> um... Just don't worry about what's happening right now. <laughs> Not vamping for time anymore. <laughs> locked in. It's locked in. Locked. Best director. So I was wrong. <laughs> We're not talking about <laughs> that yet. We are talking about best director. Christopher Nolan for Dunkirk. Greta Gerwig for Lady Bird. Guillermo del Toro for Shape of Water. Jordan Peele for Get Out. Paul Thomas Anderson for Phantom Thread. Um, I would have put D. Reese in here for Mudbound. Probably would have taken out Paul Thomas Anderson. Uh, and if not her, I also would have put Patty Jenkins in there. I, I think she directed Wonder, uh, Woman. Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah, I'd say she should probably have been in there. Uh, but I can see why she wasn't because Wonder Woman didn't get any other. Like it Which didn't even crazy. get effects or anything like that. Editing it's insane. It, it was completely shut Ousted. out of the Oscars. Um, obviously, I'm elated that Jordan Peele is in there uh, for all the reasons I said in the writing. He, his directing also helped. Uh, I think this is another category where I'm not going to say that uh, anyone was a bad director here. I I will say that everyone here did a good job. Um, Except for Guillermo del Toro. (laughs) Well, you didn't like his movie, but I think he definitely did a great job with directing in terms of like, it seems like this was his complete vision. It's just a vision that we didn't care for. But I don't think he was like, damn it, like, oh, I would have changed this or that. I'm sure he has nitpicks, but I think that was him doing exactly what he wanted to do. And it came together the way he wanted to. Obviously, people like it. Uh, But having said all that, of the five... I mean, Paul Thomas Anderson had the least obvious of, like, or maybe Greta Gerwig, but who knows? You can't really say that out loud. 
she she represents um an under i think the there were at least four female directors this year that should have been recognized uh so i i would never say greta gerwig shouldn't be in there because i think i think greta did a great job i wasn't a fan of the movie but um the woman who did detroit Catherine Bigelow. Catherine Bigelow, she Detroit? directed Detroit, which also has Jason Mitchell from Mudbound in it. I haven't um, seen this movie. Yeah, no one should really. But yeah, it's not good. <laughs> it's it's upsetting. I thought that it was very I like, see it. I love it hearing about very Detroit. bleak. It's about uh Detroit, the execution of a bunch of black men. Oh. Back in the sad. day. Um, so it's not about like modern day Detroit. No, it is not. It, it's a true story, and uh, it's one movie where I was like, "Wow!" Every single black person in this movie either gets killed or wishes they were dead, yes. and it's a very depressing film yes, for me. That sounds very depressing. Um, but yeah, Patty Jenkins for Wonder Woman. I already said Greta Gerwig and Dee Reese for Mudbound. I think those four women put out very strong films, mm-hmm. very well directed films. I might be missing some people, so I'm sorry. But off the top of my head, I can think of four women who could have been nominated. Um, so, yeah, I say all that to say, uh, no, I don't think Greta Gerwig shouldn't be in here. I just think she was part of a, a group of women, and maybe she wasn't the best out of those four women. Uh, for Lady Bird. Yeah. What are you talking about? I think she did a great job writing more than directing, but that's only because I don't see the see. I don't see it's not showy enough, and maybe that speaks to how well it's directed. But it's not supposed to be showy. Yeah, that's that's all I'm saying. Is mm. interesting. Um, maybe I'm talking myself into a hole here. Uh, Christopher Nolan, uh, obviously for Dunkirk, he did exactly the movie he wants to make. It's an amazing movie, and it was really well done. Um, I don't think we've seen a movie like that where it feels like it's all the third act. It's all action. So it's like this relentless field. Very well done. So um, beautiful to watch. Yep. Lady Bird. Great story. And yeah, she has to rein in all those uh, performances. So that speaks to how well directed it was. Uh, Shape of Water more for a visual thing. But yeah, we, we talked about it a bit. There's a mute character at the center of that, so that has its own challenges in terms yeah. of direction. Um, Jordan Peele, I love Get Out, and Paul Thomas Anderson for Phantom Thread. It's, hmm. I mean, it is it is well-directed, but like Lady Bird, I was kind of like... Hmm. Mm, I disagree. I think Phantom Thread was really well-directed. Well, that's good. So we have to tell tell everyone who we think will win and who we want to win. Well, I think that Phantom Thread is going to win. Wow. And I would like Dunkirk to win. I think Shape of Water will win. Well, we were saying the movie name, but obviously, I mean, I think Guillermo del Toro will win. And I want Jordan Peele to win. Yeah. Um... The only thing we have to say here is what we gave Dunkirk. Mm-hmm. I gave Dunkirk four stars. That's um, a lot of fours for me. It was a good year. I gave Dunkirk um, four and a half stars. Oh. I really liked it. Yeah, it is truly achievement in direction and all sorts. It was sorts. really good. Um, obviously, you wouldn't have like a acting award for this. 
Everyone does well, but it's not really about that. No, no, no. And it's I think that's that what all. that is where Christopher Nolan would like to be is not have to think. I will say though, the kid who goes blind and then yeah. dead oh. dies, he was great in a killing of a sacred deer. Yeah. He's and I really thought maybe good. he should have been nominated for that. He was really good in that movie. Killing a Sacred Deer also shut out from the Oscars. I know. But, I mean, it was okay. <laughs> like, it was good, Loved but it, it wasn't, I wasn't, I don't think, in the, like, same level of everything There's else nothing you would replace it. No. With. And uh, I wonder why Mother didn't get nominated. <laughs> <laughs> it did. It got nominated for Razzies. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, a misunderstood film, but not really its fault because the trailers make it seem like something completely different than what it is. Mother? Yeah. Don't make excuses for it. I I like it as a thought experiment. I will mm, say that. Nice. I, I liked thinking. I don't even know what that means. I liked thinking about it more than I liked watching it, is what I mean. Ah, uh, yes. Like after the fact. The conversation. I hated like, thinking <laughs> about it after. <laughs> I definitely liked it, was it more after. It's too the disturbing. <laughs> and that's after a year of Get Out. True. But Get Out doesn't rip a baby apart. Gross. Uh, So you think Paul Thomas Anderson will win. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you want Dunkirk to win. You think, sorry, yeah. And you want Christopher Nolan to win, whereas I think Guillermo del Toro will win and I want Jordan Peele to win. Right. Locked. Nope, it's not locked. What do you, like, why do you think Christopher Nolan should win? (laughs) I really loved Dunkirk. It was so well done. Okay. Well, that's good then. <laughs> Locked in. <laughs> Got it. No need to tell me anymore. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Uh, well, I want to just pack up my mouth and leave. The end. <laughs> Let's talk about Best Actress in it. Oh, okay, Trevor James. Yeah, oh wow. Shout out to Food Ranger. Oh wow. Wow. Oh this this category is filled with plump, juicy, mouth numbing, mind watering, absolutely decadent from head to toe, talented, smart, Female. learned females. Best actress. And if if you're just wondering <laughs> where that's coming from, check Don't out the tell Food anyone. Ranger. No. Why? Why? Is he going to promote our podcast? He might, if we promote his. Did he return your message? Yes, he did. He no, said, he yeah, Pauline. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, unfortunately for this, I don't know who else I would put in this in terms of uh, female, or sorry, women of color. So I can't even be like Oscar so white because I think really it's Hollywood didn't want to give any women of color a leading role this year. They were all in supporting roles. So that means that Frances McDormand for Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, Win. Margot Robbie for I, Tanya, Meryl Streep for The Post, Sally Hawkins for Shape of Water, and uh, Saoirse Ronan for Lady Bird. The only person I would replace in this would probably be Meryl Streep, and I would put in uh, Jessica Chastain. Yep. I think this... I would take out the main character in Shape of Water and put in Jessica Chastain. So here's what I'll say about that. Um... What's her name? Jessica Melville or something? <laughs> Sally Hawkins. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think uh, why I say Meryl Streep is for the rest of these movies, I can at least say these women are the face of their movies. Like they carry the movies. Like you, like you don't really remember anyone else from Shape of Water in a female role in that movie. Yes, Octavia Spencer, but it's quite clear what her role is in that. Um, 
obviously, if you're playing Tanya Harding in the I, Tanya movie, you're the face of that. Obviously, yeah, Frances McDormand. Obviously, sure, sure, she is the. Uh, bird. What is it? Eponymous? Uh, she whatever. is the ladybird. She is ladybird. Whereas in the post, Meryl Streep is at the crux of that film. Like, she has to make the decision to publish or not publish. But there's a lot of other people doing stuff in that movie where I'm like, is this her film or is she just in this film and she's doing well? You know, this isn't to take away. Like, once again, everyone who's been nominated this year, I think, on the whole, did well. It's, this isn't me being like, nah, she's not even good. I'm just saying, in terms of people who carried their movie, I feel like Jessica Chastain did a much better yeah, job of carrying Molly's, Molly's game. game. And I'm not that big of a Jessica Chastain I fan. I like her. I liked her in The Help, unfortunately. <laughs> I did. I thought she was fun. Mostly because she was different than what I thought she would be. Did you see The Help? No. Uh, I just never referred she wants I heard to, anyone refer to anything in that movie as fun. Eat my shit. <laughs> you no, know, she tries to she tries to learn how to cook fried chicken. It's it's fun. She's a fun character, even though I think she gets beat or something like that. Ooh. Yikes. Anyway. Is Emma uh Emma Stone in that movie? Yeah, and I was on board for her storyline too. Mm-hmm. What gets lost in the shuffle is the awkward like you was kind, you was beautiful. All the black women as maids and just subjugating black people in general stuff and in like infantilizing them by saying like you know watch out for them they'll poo in your pie like all that stuff not into it (laughs) not into it what a so (laughs) random thing a lot of that movie lately (laughs) yeah a lot of that movie is about someone pooing in a pie oh um, I guess I'm going to have to see this movie one Yeah, time. you might have to. I w- but I liked her in The Help, and I loved her in Molly's Game. I thought she did a great job Molly's of carrying this film. Molly's Game a great film. movie. So that's the only reason I say I would probably take out Meryl Streep and put Jessica Chastain in, uh, because I thought she did a good job. And, and or- Michael Sarah should have got a nomination, too, to <laughs> be honest. He? I love him. He's great. Okay. Um, let's. But definitely there's going to be a Me Too thing about him. No. Oh, I don't know. So no. is the sneaky ones. The ones you'd never I, suspect. Let's say I hope not because I really like been. him. And Same. Ryan has a great story about him being a nice guy. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's not to say that if something comes out, I'll be I, like, he couldn't. He, he was so nice to my cousin. They're good. I'm just saying I hope not because I'd like to go on not. thinking he's he nice. He just was kind of evil in Molly's game. And I kind of saw yeah, another side to you, him. Who was he playing? The guy who ran away from me in New York, Toby Maguire. Oh my god! Oh yeah, I don't like Tobey Maguire so, at all. There's a reason he was Not evil in that movie, especially because I can never understand who he is compared to Topher Grace. I used to think he was just Jake Gyllenhaal, and then they did that movie where, like, <laughs> now you would never confuse the two. But they even made a movie where they played brothers. I'm like, yeah, because they are the same person. I honestly thought Jake Gyllenhaal was. Uh, like, when I saw Bubble Boy, I was like, oh, Tobey Maguire looks like he's having fun. And then I was like, oh, that's, I guess that's not him. Uh, the Post, that's the only thing on Letterboxd we have to talk about. Wait, did we even say who we think will win? Oh, uh, no. You're not keeping me honest. Well, uh, you can start with The Post, and then we can... No. I'm going to say this. I think Frances McDormand will win. Yep. Yeah, she's... And I want her to win. Yep. I completely agree. I really love. I I think Margot Robbie is doing a good job of diversifying her roles. She was great. So I thought she was no great. Um, but and no one said, can top Frances McDormand's yeah. performance. And Meryl she Streep was had a great scene, 
in a movie. Like she was doing like Meryl Streep's good. I am like Meryl, there's yeah. there's that but joke she's... in Modern Family like where yeah, like if she could be cast as anything and I would be fine with it. I like Meryl Streep. Don't you know, this isn't about like uh she's phoning it in. I think she commits to her roles and she does a good job. Um I just didn't think there was enough of her for me to be like, "Oh yeah, best best female actress female act, best actor of the year in the female category." Sally Hawkins, I do like her performance. I don't like when she sings. I didn't like that scene. Gosh. The um, whole movie was just a disaster for me. And Shersha's great. Uh, I just great. don't know that she will win. Well, she's been great. Though. She's, yeah, yeah, and I if can't. she did win, I'd be like, mm, okay. But I think Frances McDormand more than deserves to win this year. Yeah. She was amazing in that movie. And she's amazing in everything she does. And she was amazing at the Golden Globes. <laughs> I didn't see. I love her. Okay. Um, so, The Post. Did you look it up on your letterbox? No, you just tell me. Oh, but I'm trying to write something else down. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, did you? The Post. Uh, I gave it three and a half stars. You gave it three and a half stars. Yep. I did memorize what I gave. I should have memorized it for you. So that's that's what we think about the post. It's a fine movie. It's fine. I don't think Steven Spielberg has made anything to blow my mind in a while. Maybe since Me Minority either. Report. Maybe since Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park is great. Jurassic Park is so good. I the love Catch one. Me If You Can. Yeah, I don't one. care about any of the other ones. Um uh, yeah, I loved Catch Me If You Can and I loved Minority Report, but I don't think I've loved anything he's done since Minority Report. He's riding on a wave. Uh, Pretty much. Times in the past. Catch him next with Ready Player One, filled with comic book characters, but he thinks comic book characters are stupid and that they will die out. But he's going to direct a movie all about them. Idiot. All right. Sounds (laughs) like something you could talk about with Ben. I don't want to talk about that. I don't even know what you're talking about. Either way, we're locked in. (laughs) We're locked in, baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, You were very passionate about that. Yeah, I was. (laughs) I don't know why I cared so much. We're into <laughs> best performance by an actor in a leading role. Ooh. Oh, yeah, I have opinions about this, I think. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis for Phantom Thread. Yes, the coffee is leaving, but the interruption stays here with me. Uh, that's not how he speaks in that movie. Daniel Kaluuya for Get Out. Denzel Washington for Roman J. Israel Esquire, <laughs> Gary Oldman for De- Darkest Hour, and Timothy Chalamet, and I don't care if I'm in Woody Allen movies, for Call Me By Your Name, Elio. So, I don't even want anyone to win, <laughs> except for like, Daniel Kaluuya. I feel like Timothy Chalamet is a bit of a premature nomination. He had a good yeah. year. He had a good year because he was in Lady Bird as well. Yeah. He had a great year. But the son in uh, Lucas Hedges, I know he got nominated last year for Manchester by the Sea, but he could have been nominated this year again because he was in. Manchester by the Sea. Yes, he's I in love Three that Billboards guy. and yeah. Lady Bird, and yeah, I thought he had a good great. year too. He's way better than Timothy Chalamet. I think Timothy, Tim, Timothy is a great interview. I think, I think it's think. Timothy. It's probably it probably is, and he did he he rapped the new Cardi B song, and everyone liked that. Although he didn't really rap. He kind of just did the ad-libs and people were like, look at him rap it. <laughs> uh, but I would say this that does seem pretty premature. Like It, it, it is. And the movie was 
like fine. Yeah, because as we both agreed, the the strong performance there is Michael Stuhlbarg as yeah. the father. Yep. Um, in it, like not with like our love for Army Hammer, notwithstanding. Yep. Um, Denzel Washington. I really got angry. You oh. had to stop <laughs> me from giving Roman J. Israel a. We'll get to the marks, but like you changed my mind on the mark I wanted to get. I was so angry at that movie. <laughs> that movie was so bad. I don't know if anyone wants to watch it still. So I feel I, if you don't want any spoilers for that movie, skip ahead Stop. 10 seconds. He dies, and it's stupid that he dies in that movie. <laughs> That's what really I actually made me thought angry. it was great that he died. Really? Yeah. Why? I just thought, oh, good, the movie's gonna be over. <laughs> he, it's. It's a movie where nothing is happening while everything is happening. Like, you're just like, it's what? It's so ridiculous. Like, it needed to be a comedy and or something for... did explain why he wore those headphones? No, I thought it was like a period piece. And I'm like, it isn't. He just wears weird... <laughs> he wears weird headphones. <sighs> um, I guess that's just part of his character that he was sticking with what he knew. But uh, he's, uh, he's old school and he doesn't want to be in the new school way of doing things. But... And there's like a slight love interest, and I you should stay tuned for my grade for Roman J. Israel because <laughs> Daniel Day Lewis got nominated because he was is... great in it. Oh, you did love him. Yeah, I thought he was fine. It's not my favorite performance by him, but sure. Uh, it's also because he said he's going to retire from acting, so I feel like people are like, oh, better get him in there. But I mean, he does a movie. As I know, I'm exaggerating. But he does a movie like every 13 years. He could have just not said anything, and people would have been like, "Yep, yeah, this is the normal right. time to wait." Yeah. Oh, he died before doing another movie. I guess yeah, he was like retired. Daniel Kaluuya. Uh, when I first heard it, I was like, "That's nice of them to do that." But then we rewatched it, or I rewatched it, and I was like, "You know what? He is actually doing a good job in he this. He plays amazing in that movie." Yeah. I don't. I don't. I. It's I not kind because of, it's not your typical horror movie acting. Like, oh god. Yeah. Oh no. It's not showy. He's doing a lot yeah. with his face. Yeah. Um, and it's like a real like. Oh shit! I'm in this situation that I did not think I was going to be in, and like you can actually see in his face where things really start unfolding. Like, yeah. Every layer gets a little bit more intense. I yeah. I thought he did a good job, so I'm happy he's there. Um. And much like Octavia Spencer, if people are just going to nominate Denzel Washington for showing up to set, then great. I'm I'm more than happy to have people like he he is a good actor. Like, don't get me wrong, he's a great actor, but this performance did not deserve a nomination. Was more, I guess it's more. I just don't like the movie, so I don't want him to be nominated for it. But maybe that's unfair. No, it's I, not. The movie sucked, and he wasn't good in not it. Not a good movie. Uh, Gary Oldman, one of my favorite oh actors. Oh my god! But this, um, if you listen to comedy bang bag, um, James Adomian did a the monster. Uh... Yeah, the monster fuck. Yeah, but, <laughs> um, James Adomian did a joke about Gary Oldman as Winston Churchill in Darkest Hour, and it's it was pretty true. It's the performance basically comes down to will you stop interrupting me while I'm interrupting you table slam table slam (laughs) don't you cry I'm wearing a fuck suit you're you're from baby driver but now you're using your British accent (laughs) Uh, I mean fine Gary Oldman's in British driver or baby driver no the woman who was like his typist to be honest, I, I looked up at that movie maybe three times. The woman you think is Vicky. 
her. Yeah. No, I, that, that wasn't a knock to her. I'm just saying she got to be in two good movies this year, I guess. The Darkest Hour is not good. <laughs> this, Darkest Hour is another movie where I saw it by myself and was like, yeah, this is fine. And then when I saw it with you, I was like, oh. <laughs> to be honest, you're right to not like it as much. But I think it's visually good. and it's, No, it's not. Yeah, it is visually It's not. Good. It's hor- visually horrible and it's a crappy movie. And we already said what we think about Timothy Chalamet. So what I'm going to say is I know Gary Oldman is going to win. What do you mean you know he's going to win? Just something about it. A little birdie told me. <laughs> That's just my thing. That's what I do. <laughs> uh, and I want Daniel Kaluuya to win because good for him. Uh, I think that um, Daniel Day-Lewis is going to win. Mm-hmm. And I hope that Daniel Kaluuya wins. Border Tribe. Bambi! <laughs> Not in that movie, though. <laughs> yeah, he's a loser in that movie. We're talking about Black Panther, which we both loved. Yes. Um, so that's what we talked about. So what do we have to... <laughs> we have Don't we to, have to go We have to movie? give our letterbox for Roman J. Israel and Darkest Hour. Do you have those up? Yeah, I'm getting them up right now. Um, well, Roman J. Israel... For me, it was a two, and for you, a two. I wanted to give it one star. <laughs> you were like, one star! <laughs> and uh, Darkest Hour was one star for me and three and a half for you. Yeah, visually. like it, When I saw it for the first time, I was like, yeah, this looks good. They're it doing everything. This, but it seems like the cutscenes from Dunkirk, like because it ties so much into Dunkirk, I was just like, what? Like, who? Why did they bother putting this out this year? Like... And watching it with you specifically was, was like, crop, oh boy. Crop, crop. All right. So you think Daniel Day Lewis will win? You I want do. Daniel Kaluuya to win? Yeah. I and want Daniel I'm Kaluuya to win. I'm going to the Daniel this year. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Ding, count it. And I think Gary Oldman will win. Ugh. That is locked in. And why I didn't start writing that sooner, I don't know why. Here we go. <laughs> Best film. <laughs> this is the last one. This is for all the marbles. This is it. Yeah. This is what we've all been waiting for. Uh, for me to give my my <laughs> famous no noise when I hear a movie. You ready? I think, yeah. I'm going to start. Okay. Call me by your ah. name. <laughs> Darkest Hour. Ah. Dunkirk. Ding. Get out. Ding. Ladybird. Ding. Phantom Thread. Ding. The Post. <laughs> Shape of Water. Bah. Three billboards outside of Ding, 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 ding. Okay. Uh, so starting with Call Me By Your Name, we are finally going to get to what I didn't like about this movie. I feel we like... I don't have enough time for me to get what I don't like. I feel like the, the big hook for this movie is how romantic it is. But I don't care for those types of movies anyway. So while it may came, come off as I'm like, two dudes kissing, yuck. That's not it. It's more, I just wouldn't care if it was a man and a woman doing it either. No, I it don't was a care for that storyline. If, if this was like a comedy and there was like a nice, sweet love story happening in between or an action movie, 
I like the love stories to happen in conjunction with something else. But the fact that this was just a love story. It was literally like you were just watching someone summer and it was so Yeah, boring. and it seemed like a nice time for them, but yeah, why like, do I want to watch it? I'm glad them? they found happiness, but I don't really need to know about how every day you ate a grape and then you maybe <laughs> saw that person. Like I like it just I've lived my own summers of love. I don't I didn't need to see yours. I didn't think it was that magical. I didn't think it was anything new and not done before um but for representation i'm happy it's there i just think sure like and, and i know there's never going to be a time where people are going to say like oh we've seen enough like enough gay stuff now like we get they it could have done with hiring some gay actors though yeah well exactly but no one's ever going to say like it's over we don't need to bring this to the forefront no because they're uh like it's a demographic that has been oppressed for a really long mm-hmm. time. So it's great. And yes, there's a reason to celebrate the love of everyone, but it was boring as hell. Yeah. And I also did not appreciate the, the fruit scene. scene. I really <laughs> thought it was disgusting. Yeah, it, it is. It's I would have thought weird. it was disgusting in this movie, any other movie. Unless it was American it was dis- Pie, then no, you'd be I like, was just about to say, just as I thought it was disgusting in American Pie. Yeah. I don't find using fruit as a sexual... Uh, you don't like it like cool so here yeah so this is what i would say in a perfect world this movie would be able to get away with just being a love story but in a world where we're trying to push to see different sides of things like i guess that's what i was looking for and it's not fair to put this on this movie but i was like well where's like the struggle or that you like if you've heard the last episode of movies versus matrimony where is the conflict yeah I, it, it was hard for me to get on board with a movie where the guy had his pick of the litter, basically. Yeah. Timothy Chalamet was like, oh, uh, hot girl who has a crush on me? going to have sex with you, even though I'm into Army Hammer. I'm going to also have sex with him because I can do that, too. Because it's Army Hammer, and if there's uh, like, no way he wouldn't want me. Like, Yeah, like I was kind of just like, oh, yeah, good for him. Like, he's having a great time. Good. And Timothy Chalamet is cute, so maybe mm-hmm. that w- is his real life, and that's fine, but... Not a was... one-pump chump like in Lady Bird, if you catch Aww, my drift. He's so cute. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that was that's what my lack of enthusiasm for uh, Call Me By Your Name is. In a perfect world, that movie would be able to come out, and there would be no pressure on it to represent anything but the story that just happens to have two gay people at the center of it. But I think what... I think Timothy's going to be a big actor. Yeah, he will be. He was almost Spider-Man in Spider-Man Homecoming. I'm glad he wasn't because I love the guy that is. Yeah, Tom Holland is great. But um, but yeah, I think especially since this, the movie ends, not ends, but like has that scene where the dad was like, oh, I'm so jealous of what you have. and like. That kind of speaks to the whole, like, well, yeah, the dad was is dealing with stuff. Um, it would have been nice to see that. Like, yeah, yeah well, I agree. Well, that, I mean, it would have added a layer that would have yeah. been much appreciated. But let's let's move on. We've bashed Call Me By Your Name enough. Darkest Hour. I think I've said everything I have to say. It's, I don't know why it's nominated. What a filthy movie. The, it, you can't nominate Darkest Hour and Dunkirk. You can't you pick nominate one or the Darkest other. Hour. The end. Yeah. It's it's not it's best horrible. film. It's horrible. There's nothing going on for it. I didn't even know Winston Churchill was really a real person. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't seem like a real person in this portrayal. No! <laughs> I'm on the subway. What's that, Black Farmer Boy? <laughs> you have equal say as this woman. 
<laughs> Will you let me? I can't even <laughs> joke mock about it because I didn't. <laughs> Will you let me acquiesce to the Nazis? <laughs> the Nazis. Uh, yeah, he doesn't say Nazis. He says Nazis. <laughs> April D. Tibbet. Um, yeah, there's no need to nominate Darkest Hour and Dunkirk is what I have to say. It, Darkest Hour seems like what should have happened was Dunkirk had a cameo from Gary Oldman, who already has done three movies with Christopher Nolan as Winston Churchill. Way better. Yeah, just like how Michael Caine is on the radio. Michael in Dunk- Caine. I failed you. I uh, failed you. <laughs> uh, Dunkirk, great movie, awesome. deserves to be there. Yep, a reason absolutely. to go to the movies. This is what I'm talking about. Like it was a you great need spectacle. To see that yeah, at the movie theater. seeing like, it in IMAX was great. Yeah, and um, I don't even like war movies, and I was like, yes. Yeah, I also am not a fan of war movies, but this was just filmed so well, and I love Tom Hardy. So good. Tom Hardy was amazing. Yeah. Um, Everyone was the good. The kid was amazing. Yeah. Um, like the one that was trying to get away. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. And Harry Styles was. is fine too. Yeah. A little rude for a bit, but you know That's it's okay. war. Um, war, war, what is it good for? Nothing, absolutely. Uh, Get Out. Uh, Excellent film. I've said everything I need to say about that. I love that movie. My Not favorite movie of the year. Not to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Lady Bird, well done. And in terms of having different stories, I do think this, once again, it, it, it See, had conflict. Exactly. It had... This is the thing I was just going to say. Like, oh, maybe it's unfair that we're like saying this about Call Me By Your Name, but then Lady Bird is. But then, no, no, no. There's so many layers in Lady Bird. Yeah, there's it's a lot going on. It's not just focused on her love story. It's actually about like her... Because it isn't. It's about her and her mom. Yeah, exactly. And how she's pushing back against her mom. And yeah. there's a lot going on. She's finding herself. Yeah, I, I liked what was going on in Lady Bird. Phantom Thread is a well-done film. Yeah. Uh, I liked fine. the performances. I thought it was stupid what was actually happening. But... You didn't like that she was making him sick and he liked it? No, I thought that was so... Kiss me, girl, before I get sick. Yeah, I didn't. Why do I refuse to talk like he talks in that movie for some know. reason? I don't know how he talks now. He talks like this mostly. No, he doesn't. Yes, mostly like this. No, he doesn't. You're playing a dangerous game. Stop it! <laughs> I don't like buttering toast. Uh, uh, you shut up <laughs> you're, you're eating loudly that toast too loudly the post doesn't need to be here either no. but it's got an important message so fine whatever what are there the even message? black people in that movie yeah i guess yeah. So in the background yeah not in the form. and my mom says shirley chisholm was in it but i didn't see her i don't know who that is the first black woman to run for president or something oh oh yeah yeah i did yeah she was in it the character Right? Yeah, yeah, not the person. Oh, the I character. don't know. I've never seen the person, but Shape of Water. Not Pauline's favorite, but I understand why it's here. I don't. I honestly don't. So it borrows a lot of imagery, especially the setting of it, from movies like Creature from the Blue Lagoon or Black Man or whatever what you want to call it. Um, and it subverts it. So back in the fifties when this movie is set the the fish man would have been the bad guy and Michael Shannon would have been the good guy who shoots him and kills him at the that end and goes hell. off with the woman. But this subverts that and the fish guy has to kill Michael Shannon and walk off with the woman. And so I think there's a bit of nostalgia going on there for people. So it okay, has all the well, other like, layers of diversity. To... Black people are... Yeah, I liked the diversity of it, but I it was so... Gay people it trying was to do... not good. Um, but that yeah, is so boring. And this brings us to three billboards outside of Missouri. Ah. 
Yes. So the controversy. People don't like that. Uh... So people don't like that there's this racial aspect that Francis McDormand throws out. The cops are too busy beating up and torturing black people to do anything about my daughter's murder. That's from the trailer. But also, but we've been spoiling also, things. Like, when she's saying that, like, what people are, are not getting is that you're supposed to be focused on the fact that, like, Francis is, like, in a, such a crazy stage of mourning that she is, like, not necessarily able to see, like, what actually is happening. Yeah, she's in a blind rage. Of course, and understandably so. Um, but I think people think that Sam Rockwell actually tortured black people, but there was and no then got away with that. it. And so here, the movie, and I think the movie shows that Sam Rockwell isn't someone who lies. Yeah, and he specifically he said, "I didn't that. do it." Yeah, he's too dumb to lie. Yeah, he flat out says to his potential boss, "I just threw someone out the window." Yeah. And if anything, he would lie about that. Yeah. That was a white person he did that to, but he was more than happy to say, I did that. Because I think he can exist in two realms. He is racist. There's, I don't think there's any doubt about that. He feels some uh, way oh, about I black people. He, His mom yeah. feels some way about black totally. people. He doesn't want to use the N-word, which is used in the movie. But I think he actually cares about being a good policeman, and he does what he thinks is right, and I'm pretty sure he knows torturing someone isn't right. And I... And the Woody Harrelson character, who you're supposed to see as a good guy, says there's no real evidence to support yeah. that. And that's not what the movie's about. No, it isn't about that. I'm just <laughs> like, trying to make a case for people not actually know, thinking through what happened say, in like, the movie. There's tons of times where in movies, like something else gets brought up and it doesn't become the focus of the movie. It's just supposed to add something. Yeah, that's color. Yeah. So it's the same thing here. It's absolutely ridiculous to say, like, that Sam Rockwell are, are people saying he's oh they also think he turns into the hero at them which savior, I don't think is right? true well I mean he's not saving any black people but yeah he's not, that's not the, that's I not feel... what's happening he got it wrong he thought he saw who the murderer was and that wasn't the person and he doesn't even get that person in jail for when she like when that guy threatens Francis McDormand early in the movie like nothing bad happens to the person that he wanted something bad to happen to no and all but he feel- did was say hey francis let's go kill that guy yeah which yeah. she won't do but like um that doesn't make him the hero or like it doesn't redeem him so Not much as all. it's just like he's actually just finding his way like to how to be even maybe closer to a semi-decent person yeah he's just he's been through some shit he lost someone he really cared about realized some things did the right thing when he heard what that guy was saying in the bar, like actually put two and two together and cared about the outcome. And I mean, um, I know that he wasn't saving any black people, but I mean, if people are saying that he was the white savior, well, if people are saying like, Oh, he's so racist, so racist, but then becomes the hero. I think that essentially is what he would be titled as then. But I don't think that like, yeah, like that shouldn't be the focus. That is not the focus of this movie at all. People are taking so away from what it is. I yeah, I don't yeah, that I understand that uh And like it's not you know, if we we could have had a movie about racist cops. Like that's a thing that a lot of people it's know. It's called Detroit and thing. it was way too depressing for me. 
And but it wasn't supposed to be about that. It's just supposed to be like a reality of some like a small town in America. Yeah. I I've heard other people be upset about that. I don't even want to get into that because I don't know the the dynamics of what that. Do you mean? But that they're that, upset that it's that this Irish person thought he could portray small town America or whatever. Oh, it's pretty easy to portray small town America. It's all over the news because everyone keeps getting shot. <laughs> but I like as I tried to set up earlier. All you need to do is drive through small town America one time and you get it. Like, it's not, you can see Sam Rockwell and imagine that guy's probably racist. Like, that's not hard to come by. You could do that whether you're from Canada or Ireland or India. Like, it doesn't take much to get the full grasp of what America is in small towns. Yeah. Just look at Charlottesville. Mm, which we were at last year. We were year. at. We were there. Not, not during the uh, Tiki Torch stuff. No. But, like... It does. It wasn't hard to believe that that would happen there. Yeah, I think what I wanted to get across was the movie isn't trying to address those issues. It's using those issues as color, and if that's what you're upset about, that it is using that to gain points, then you're sure. wrong. I mean, <laughs> sure, whatever. But I don't. I don't think some of the other stuff I've heard is coming from people who actually process the film. I think. There are a bunch of knee-jerk reactions to what's happening. Totally. And this is coming from someone who is constantly trying to point out when things are racist or unfair for black people. I just don't think that you can go into... I mean, that's what they always say, right? The medium is the message. I'm not going to a Martin McDonough film to uh, see how he deals with race relations. That's not his forte. You're going there to see some violent and fun stuff happen. Realistic. Well, there was no fun stuff happening in Three Billboards. No, you're right. It wasn't violent or f- and fun. It, it was, was violent when she drilled. No, the it dentist. wasn't violent and fun. Mm. It was just violent and sad. Yeah, it and was fun when she had the Novocaine and she was trying to pretend like she didn't go to the dentist. It's not fun. It was just emotionally <laughs> heightened. Uh, anyway. There was humor, but it wasn't fun. <laughs> you're right. It wasn't like Suicide Squad where you're like, yeah, shoot him up, oh, tell a joke. Uh, so my assumption is you think three billboards will win and you want it to win. Yep. It is one of my top five favorite movies of all time. I really like three billboards. But I think Shape of Water will win. Ugh. I'm going to be so mad. Daniel, I don't think you understand. I'm going to be really <laughs> mad if Shape of Water Maybe wins. Moonlight will happen again. And it, the winner is Shape of Water. And then Guillermo del Toro will have to be like, can you read this for me? And then they'll be like, yeah, sorry, three billboards won. And then Francis McDormand will be like, they stole my moment. I think three billboards is going to win. I think Shape of Water will win and I want Get Out to win. And I loved, and I love three billboards, but I, I really... I can't believe you don't think it's going to win. There was a time where I thought it was going to win, but it is getting the same backlash that La La Land got last year, and you saw how that turned out for La La Land. Why did La La Land get backlash? And people just thought that uh, Moonlight was a stronger film, and okay, the, that's the, fine. Everything, but so then you need so then people can't just be like both of them are good, but one's better. People have to find reasons to bash one or the other. There's a lot of reasons to bash Shape of Water. Mm. <laughs> Uh, this this year, I don't know that. I guess 
the two movies are Shape of Water and Three Billboards that are going head to head this time. It's three. It's got to be Three Billboards. It's. I just want Get Out to win because we're married. So if Three Billboards win, it'll be a win for both of us. And yeah. So we if can Get Out it. wins, that would be crazy and really good for you. But because <laughs> I wrote it. Well, and, <laughs> and me, like I'd be excited. But no, I really want Three Billboards, and and it deserves it, and it mm-hmm. should win. Uh, I wouldn't be mad at Three Billboards. I just really want get out to it and i assume shape of water will win there's just too much going on with it for me to think that it's not in the running no, i don't think it'll win i think people are gonna clue in if the post wins i'm gonna lose it the post is not gonna win it's it's not gonna win all right well we did it there we, we went go. through all of them wait yeah we've already said all our letterbox things um so thank you very much to dorkshelf.com for having us on there. Yeah, site. thank you. We're very excited to be part of this fantastic network of people and things. Um, you can listen. They have other podcasts like The Shelf, which has a childhood hero on, on. I think the last episode they did by the time we're recording this was with Nancy Cartwright, who does the voice of Bart. So that's nice. That's amazing. Um, and there's other uh, podcasts like Play Dead, Loose Cannons, Pages in the Wind. Oh, I should have read these instead of just trying to go off the top of my head. But there's other podcasts on there that we like to listen to and that you should listen to in addition to listening to our podcast, Movies versus Matrimony. Yeah. Um. So we'll be back to do our and next episode. We'll give you which the 10 movies are. And, and we'll, we'll recap from the Oscars. Yeah, we'll have to tell you. Because we're going to be doing our um, annual watching the Oscars at the movie theater. Mm-hmm. At the Hot Docs Cinema. At Hot Docs. So if you live in Toronto and have time. Don't tell anyone about it. because yeah. <laughs> Come at 8 get, o'clock. <laughs> we don't get good seats. That could be really bad. True, 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 true say. Uh, thank you very much for listening, everybody. I've been Daniel. I'm, I've been Pauline. <laughs> and we'll continue to be that even when the mic stops. Uh, but go to dorkshelf.com to see our podcast. And if you want to see the backlog. That's www.not.http. WWS. <laughs> no, don't just, put an S. It is just http. Dot, dot, some might call that a colon. Just put www.dorkshelf.com. It'll work. Uh, but we're there. That's where this episode will be. And if you want to go into the backlog, tdfeverything.com slash mvsmpod to see season one of uh, Amer- Movies versus Matrimony. Check it out. I love you, Pauline. I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. This has been a TDF Everything production, bruh.